I'm Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Hanging with Team Kanan. Hanging with Team Kanan, where three rebel scumbags get together to gush over Star Wars Rebels, Kanan's hair, and much, much more. I'm Katrina Dennis, and with me are my co-hosts, Jonah Marie Macias. Hello, Jonah. Hello, Katrina. <laughs> How you doing? I am all right. I am still suffering the feels from the Game of Thrones episode. <laughs> oh, don't oh, don't spoil it. I haven't watched it. <gasps> you haven't watched it? Okay, no. Okay, intensity. Much intensity. There was. <laughs> well, I hope you two enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm prepared. Like all I know is that something happens. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, that's every Game <laughs> my, of Thrones. My list episode. has been good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But my, my friends list is pretty good. They like just do like they just key smash instead uh. of being specific. So so for the most part I don't have to worry too much about spoilers. So oh, that's good. yeah, but we're that's I'm good. gonna catch up on that. <laughs> uh how are you, Jeremy, our other co host? I am okay. Um I didn't watch that? Game of I didn't watch Game of Thrones either. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Wait, back, yeah, yeah, I'm back and I'm ready. And uh, really quick, I'd like to give a shout out to Rick Martinez for winning the Jeremy Stuff Contest. Yay, Yay Rick! He has the so two gonna... most adorable children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have uh, I have everything boxed and ready to go out. So yay! Thank you so much for listening, Rick. <laughs> I really appreciate. Uh, so today's episode is going to be a little something special as we continue on the off-season for Star Wars Rebels. We're actually going to look back to Spark of the Rebellion, the very, very, very first episode slash special of Star Wars Rebels, and kind of look at our perspectives back then compared to how they are now. So I, I guess let's, let's start with the easiest question. Wh- who, going into the series, who did you think your favorite character and your least favorite character would be Jeremy. Going into it, I thought my favorite character would be Sabine. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was really interested because she was a Mandalorian, and I wanted to know more about her clan and where she came from and who she may be related to, especially because of when the show was set. And I was mm-hmm. mostly interested. Plus, she hadn't taken her helmet off yet, and it was just like, what you know. <laughs> are they gonna let her take her helmet off? Is she gonna like betray them at some point? What, is she what, a what Hasbro is up with... figure where she doesn't? Yeah, she a Hasbro figure. <laughs> <laughs> so I was most interested in Sabine. I had no idea how much I would love Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I think they give him one of the biggest personalities on the show. And yeah, he's just so delightful. Yeah. So I. <laughs> I'll go with my biggest surprise that I enjoy on the show more than I thought I would is Chopper. Yay! What about you, Jonah? Uh, I'm 
with Jeremy, I thought my favorite character was going to be Sabine uh, because she's a Mando and I love Mandos. And I thought she was the coolest coming out of that character short that they had where each character was yeah. introduced and, and you know, the voice actors. Well, actually, not the character shorts, the uh, Meet Ezra and Meet Sabrine, those videos with the voice actors who were voicing them. So... I thought Sabine was going to be my favorite. I loved Tia Sirkar. I still do. She's awesome. So uh, I, I still love Sabine. But obviously my favorite character turned out to be Ezra, who's everyone's least favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm totally rocking nice. an, Ezra, an Ezra icon on Skype right now because I was like, I want to rock some Ezra right now. <laughs> Ezra's not my least favorite at all. Very far from it. For for me, I think going into the series, I most looked forward to Hera, um, and I still most look forward to Hera. I just thought that she was so intriguing, and like I've always—I don't want to say I've always had a thing for Twi'leks, but I've always wanted to see Twi'leks or Twi'leks be more than just like oh the slave girl, you know, like. This was a, a really cool Twi'lek who, who was a, a badass pilot. So, or a very cool pilot. There we go. Um, <laughs> and then I think my, my, the character I had least interest in, and this is the important part, I had the least interest in Kanan going into the series. I was more interested in what Ezra was up to just because, like, conventionally I am often le- like less interested in what the Master is doing as opposed to where the Padawan story is going. So, but that's just me. And that totally turned on its head. So, yeah, you're part so of Team Kanan. <laughs> and now I'm here with Team Kanan. Exactly. Oh, so, like, I, yeah. I started, it was the character clips. He's, his was, was the one that, like, it didn't, like, grab me as much. And honestly, it wasn't until, like, he and Ezra really formed that, that, that Jedi Padawan and Master Bond, like, around f- episode five or six, where I was like, oh, that's it. I'm done for with Kanan. I'm done for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love. <laughs> that was when I think it was like a Rise of the Old Masters where he was trying to like find mm-hmm. Luminara for him. And, and Ezra's like, I don't want any other master. I want you. I was like, oh, gosh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I, I rewatched the finale last night with uh, Blind Kanan and I was, got, I was getting really sad. Oh, Blind Kanan, oh. no. <laughs> cosplay picture going around with um with Hera and and, and blind Kanan. I don't want to say that it's cute that he's blind, um, but it's it's by Angela Sauce, who is uh Chris C R I S S X Applesauce on Twitter, um, and that's Sauce I think spelled S A U S. That's a lot. I'm sorry, but she has so many amazing. Kanan and Hera pictures, and I just—I was just looking at her photos. So I just wanted to like mention that. So if you guys are looking for cute cosplay photos of the Kanera way, then check out what she's up to over there. So with a lot of people, they, a lot of our friends, and me too. I—we've I, gone to the Force Awakens multiple times, and we've uh, formed different opinions on it with that second and third viewing. And now that we're two years out from the premiere of Star Wars Rebels, I wanted to know if you guys kind of felt the same with that. Have your views changed? Are there things you notice or things that make you smile? Uh, Jonah? 
Um, well, I first saw it at a press screening here in New York City. I had the fortune of contacting someone and be like, I would love to get into this press screening. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> um, and then they gave me the opportunity and that was awesome. So I sat in a little theater with all these other kids and 501st people and other press people and... It was the Spark of Rebellion episode, and I believe it was also the um, Rise of the Old Masters. So uh, that was definitely an experience, and I think that helped in me. I mean, honestly, the show never needed to be sold for me because it was already, from right from when it was announced to seeing the meet you know, meet these character videos and the character shorts that followed. I, I was already sold on the show. I, I I love animation. I love animated shows. And even though Clone Wars had come to a bitter end, I was very happy about seeing a new show and new characters, especially. So seeing Spark of, Spark of Rebellion was like I was like a little kid at a candy store. This it was like amazing for me, and I still have that feeling, that rush of of awesomeness and thrill whenever I catch it on TV or whenever I decide to watch it on DVD. And yeah, it hasn't really changed. It's still it still holds a very special place in my heart because of the way that I saw it the first time. And uh, I, I definitely uh, enjoy watching it every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jeremy? I'll echo a lot of what she said. Uh, the first time I saw it was the world premiere at San Diego Comic-Con a couple years ago, thanks to um, Justin, our mutual friend. And uh, I had no idea the screening was even happening. And I was like, no! And then <laughs> he, he, during the uh, Rebels panel at San Diego where they were introducing the voice cast, they were mm-hmm. he was basically like, you need to run over to that theater right now. And I... And, for those of you who have been to San Diego Comic-Con, I ran from the convention center all the way to that theater <laughs> in wow. the gas lamp, like, ran. And I, I got in, and I was just blown away right from the get-go with the animation and the voice acting. And I I loved all the characters a lot more than I thought it would. I was pretty, pretty bitter about Clone Wars getting canceled, so I didn't really want the show to succeed at first. I was like, maybe if it's terrible, they'll be able to bring back the Clone Wars, <laughs> which was a stupid way of thinking about things. But I was really happy that I fell in love with the characters so quickly, and it was it's it was kind of slow going at first, though, when the show started airing, because I didn't really have anybody to talk about it with. Like nobody I knew was watching it, including mm. some of my best Star Wars friends around here. They just didn't like they felt really burned by the way the Clone Wars got shafted and they didn't want to devote the time or energy to watching this new show with these new characters. And it was right after all of the story group announcements happened and they were all really pissed off about all that. So Mm. um, as it's been fun for me watching some of my friends, I've always been into it, but it's been more fun for me watching some of my good Star Wars friends like start to have these characters grow on them and, them, they start to identify it as part of their Star Wars, and it, that's been the most fun for me, is watching the characters grow and watching all of my Star Wars friends' relationships with it grow with, grow as well. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say awesome. that's been the most fun for me. 
I'm with I'm with you guys though. It's always been like rebels. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> since I saw That's it, this so. really gets go. Yeah, I've been I've been excited since those shorts came out. I'm glad that we all kind of started at the same time too, because um, I, I think that um, you know, the show is something that did that does have to grow on some people. But for me, I kind of dove right into it. Like, please, please give me more Star Wars, especially in this this era that we really haven't explored yet. Like, we don't know. We hadn't really gone in between what happened between Revenge of the Sith and and A New Hope in a big way, you know? Like this was our first big go into that area. And I really I really enjoyed that. Like I, I'm I'm a, a lore hound, so in the beginning I was just like, I don't care what happens. I just wanna find out what happens. <laughs> um and it was really nice. And the characters grew on me so much, like I just if anything happens to either of them, I, I just don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Especially in that second half of the second season where you're getting a lot mm-hmm. more of the characters, especially of Zeb and and of Hera. So it was great seeing that because you really didn't get much of it in the first season. And yeah, I'm looking forward to how they're going to explore those characters come season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm excited for season three too. I I, I think this is going to be the most intense we've had, you know, because oh yeah, because yeah, the, I mean, even back when the when we were getting into episode two, the cast was very much like this is very Empire Strikes Back. This is where it gets dark. This is where things start to kind of go weird and wrong and deep. So I'm excited to see to see that kind of continue, especially with like the the chatter of the Rogue One hints during Rebels. Because I just I don't know. I've got to have the ghost crew i just they've got to be connected to that (laughs) somehow not like i don't need them in the movie but just like they were the people who i don't know found it or (laughs) located originally i uh i like how the show has this huge underdog status yeah like no everybody counts this show out including a lot of people in star wars fandom they just for whatever reason not everybody has found something to connect with in it and it's got this huge like Oh, but the ratings are low, even though they're not really that low. And just it just feels like and it's completely ignored for the most part, I feel like, by some of the official Star Wars accounts and that. And it just doesn't get the promo and the hype. And like there's never commercials for it on Disney XD. I feel mm-hmm. I feel like it's this like huge underdog thing. And I feel it feels like this special thing that only I get to see. And it's I like that status. I wanted to keep that. <laughs> It actually reminds me of like my my friend and I were talking. Um, uh, Andy, who runs uh, Rebel Transmission on Twitter, he we were talking about how uh, well we were kind of like ranting about people. We were like, oh, people just don't get it. They don't get the show. <laughs> and and then <laughs> and then he was pulling up like old comments, like super old comments from the very beginning of Star Wars: The Clone Wars. And it was if you take the comments that you see now of Rebels and you take those comments from Star Wars: The Clone Wars, it's basically the same thing. And I'm like, yeah. whoa! I can't believe that you know some people go ahead and just push the show show aside just because you know the, the little things like oh it's boring and oh this plot line doesn't doesn't af- uh, affect the, the 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 entire saga in some way or, or hasn't connected to the entire saga in some way but it has i feel like this the series has on its own 
found ways to connect itself to the bigger to the movies like the b-wing that that was pretty cool the way that they established the origin for that ship that we later on see um in return of the jedi so i thought you know there are little things here and there they're not gonna be like the the big players because that's definitely something that you'd see in the movies or i don't know i I feel like people just are, are so quick to judge without giving it a fair chance or they're expecting too much and and then that you know somehow uh, pushes them away from the show i think that there's like a an impossible standard with star wars because it's so personal for a lot of us like well a lot of us people our fans are are who have been fans for life are always dependent on like this story going in a way that makes me like compelled you know not necessarily like oh, it needs to go this particular way. But, like, um, I think those ranging tastes make it hard for Star Wars fans to kind of cross streams. Like, I've noticed that a lot... There are some Star Wars fans who only stick to the movies. There are some that go everywhere, and then there are some that have their particular fandoms. Like, they'll do the the tabletop games, or Mm -hmm. they'll stick with tops. And it's hard to get them to do the other thing. (laughs) So, it's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I, I just think it's like, you know, when people look at Rebels, they don't see exactly what they wanted out of Rebels, you know. And I, I think that that's just something that we kind of have to put away with Star Wars because, uh, you know, even with, with other things like Bloodline, the the story I got was a radically different story than what I thought would happen because of the, the description that I read. But it wasn't a bad story at all. It was a great story. <laughs> um, so I kind of I feel that way about Rebels. It's just like. People look at it and they have this opinion on it and they don't open the door and find out that it's actually the best. <laughs> <laughs> and how are you guys, are, are you guys excited for, I mean, I know that one's aimed definitely for like little, the little younglings in the, in the, in the community, but the Freemaker Adventures, the, the Lego series, so cute. they're so adorable. <laughs> I still, I, I still have to take those in. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I think I like it a lot more because when the trailer came out, I was building the Millennium Falcon Lego set that I got. Um, <laughs> and so it was like, it was like, oh, Legos, I love Legos. <laughs> so now I'm just like, sure, why not? I, I don't know. I mean, I there's the, the Lego Star Wars series that was on before, and I, I don't remember too much about it. I know there's like a part where 3PO is telling stories, and they're all on Endor. And uh, it's just like a recap in like a really zany way of the events of Star Wars. And so it's kind of like light TV that I can go like, oh, that's cute. And I feel like that's how Freemaker Adventures might be. But I like it because I see it as kind of like a a good opportunity because I have really young nieces. And so they're not necessarily old enough for Rebels, but I could watch the Freemaker Adventures with them, you know? Yeah. 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 I'll watch them with my daughter. She turns four in a couple of weeks, but... Yay! Um, I haven't, I haven't seen any, anything really about it or anything like that. She, she watches Rebels. She likes Rebels. Yay. I mean, she doesn't fully grip everything that's happening, but she like loved Darth Maul. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> like father, like daughter. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. It was good taste runs in the family. Yeah. My, my nieces are, the oldest one is two. So it's just. I know that that like Rebels is very cool for them to watch, and they it's like oh flashy lights, but I think they would like Freemaker Adventures a lot more just because it's a fun little show. Mm, so mm-hmm. I, I like it. 
Yeah, I, I like that. It's um, that's a very original. It's not like based off of or recapping the movies in 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 that way. It's, but, it's it has its own little family, its own little unit, and kind of reminds me of the ghosts and the ghost unit. And I like the whole saber. It's like a a, a kyber saber. That's what it was called. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's actually made of crystal, and I thought that was pretty neat. And how they somehow again managed to make something new out of the or. Um, something refreshing with the lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be really fun. And I, I think it's so cool that that now with Rebels and with Freemaker Adventures and and with the the I believe the Droids Lego Show too. We there are multiple levels with which we can connect with each other with Star Wars and uh, and so that's why I really love Rebels so much because it's like that happy medium where you can get the kids in, you can get the adults in. And eventually, they're all going to be glued to the TV at some point or another. <laughs> Although I, I will have to say that I like I do get people's frustrations. I know some people were saying, "Oh, it's another kids show." You know, we already have another kids show, and it's Rebels. Mm-hmm. But I, and I feel like it'd be great for that that adult um, middle area where they have like a netflix series that's sort of like daredevilish you know where it's like serious but for this group of people so it'd be great if they had some live action for some of the older fans what would you guys want a star wars netflix show to look like though live action like i don't even know where to start thinking about <laughs> I know, <right? laughs> what i would want from a live where would like first you have to decide what time period you want it set in Mm-hmm. Then you have to decide what characters, what kind of characters you want. I, there's a lot of questions that go into something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's answer would be different, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, when I think uh, Netflix, I think um, the thing about Netflix shows is that they want to tell like really in-depth stories. And I think that I would like an action drama with like Boba Fett and the Bounty Hunter crew. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to uh, say. Yeah, same. Yeah, late Clone Wars. <laughs> And it could be gritty and dramatic all they want because Boba Fett is like a kind of a dramatic character. <laughs> and Boss can finally become the star he was always supposed to be. <laughs> Yay! My lovely dinosaur. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, and it'll star Sal Perales, and that's how we know it's going to be a fake show. Yeah, right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's, that's definitely that's my dream for a Netflix show. I think Sal could totally play Boss. You can totally uh, play Boss. <laughs> who would your fan? I mean, we would probably. I don't know. Would you want Daniel Logan back in in Boba Fett for a live action movie, yes. or do you think he should? Yeah, because I <laughs> if they place it at the end of the Clone Wars, he's still young. He's you know he's got he's got good oil in his face. It keeps him young. So. I think he could definitely play, like, an older, like, young adult Boba Fett for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't know. He's not that old. And he's so so passionate about about Star Wars. I mean, he's just a big, you know, a big fan as any. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to see him back back in action as Boba. One last bit. Do you think we're going to encounter Boba Fett in this third installment of Rebels? Yes. (gasps) <gasps> that would be cool because ever yes. since ever since uh what's his name Gal Travis said 
that they put a bounty on the on the ghost crew. I've been waiting, dying to see some bounty hunter action. I mean, we got a little bit of with Ketsu and the gunk droid. That but doesn't I, count. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'd love to see. And I thought the moment I saw that scene, I'm like, that's how they're going to bring in Boba Fett. That's how they're going to do it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I really would love that. And then obviously I would want Daniel Logan to come in and voice him because he did such a great job voicing Boba in the Clone Wars. Like there's no way you could yeah. recast that character. Ah. <laughs> oh, oh, perfect, perfect transition. Speaking of recasting, I have a question for you two. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. How do you feel about Dave coming out and saying he wants Ewan McGregor to be Obi-Wan and then James Arnold Taylor coming out and saying what he said on Twitter? I saw that. That, was that made me really sad and uncomfortable. What did James... I'm sorry, what did James say? Hey, I'll look it up while you guys are talking for a second. Okay. Yeah, because James had already James Arnold Taylor had been set to to voice Obi Wan in that quick line before they got Ewan to come in for the Force Awakens. So it's, I mean, it like really, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I I don't know. I, I, seeing Obi Wan animated it has always been James Arnold Taylor for me. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I don't know. You can't make me pick. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I know the article had quoted like some sort of interview that was happening on some podcast or oh, radio. He, de- he deleted the tweet, uh, but basically what it yeah. said was it. Um, it was like been voicing the character forever, but I guess this is goodbye. And it was a li- and um, thanks for all the memories with like a period oh. instead of like any other emotion. Oh. And it was a link to the article saying Dave wanted. Uh, Ewan McGregor back to voice Obi-Wan. I was like, ooh. <laughs> like right I in the feels like... on a Sunday morning. <laughs> I know. That was really painful. But I, I don't know. I was reading the context of the interview. I think, Donnie, you were about to talk about it. But I don't think that that's what Dave meant. No. Like, I want Obi-Wan to only be Ewan, you know? Yeah. Like, I think I think there was, must have been more. Because, like I, uh, like I was saying, there, there looked like it came or like an excerpt from an interview or some with some podcast mm-hmm. or radio uh, show. And I, and I was looking, trying to look for that episode because I wanted to hear it entire, entirely in the conversation they were having. Because, you know, taking a quote from, from that conversation, you kind of delete the context around it. So I, yeah. I, I was hoping to catch it, but I couldn't find it anywhere. So I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it might have been misinterpreted. Someone blew, blew it out of proportion along the way. But I mean, they had Frank Oz do Yoda, and I was so used to Tom Kane doing Yoda throughout the Clone Wars. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think it was just like, it was kind of like if the opportunity presents itself, like it was with The Force Awakens, they didn't plan to have Ewan McGregor do it. Like they politely asked him and hoped he would do it. And then he was like, heck, yes, I will do it. I want to be Obi Wan. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't think it was necessarily like, yeah, he's the only one I want. But I feel like maybe that question was set up in a way. Like if, if, because that's how I would ask it. Like if you, if Ewan McGregor did want to voice Obi Wan on the show, would you let him do it? And because that's kind of how it sounded like Dave was answering. But that yeah. was just my interpretation and i haven't really listened to the podcast yet but yeah yeah it, it kind of sounded like yeah sure you know if we had that opportunity of course 
<laughs> yeah, and I'm hoping I'm hoping at some point between yesterday morning or like with the weekend and today, Dave oh, might have texted James Arnold Taylor and be like, "Listen, don't pay attention to that article." <laughs> I mean, because James James voiced him in the Spark of Rebellion. Obi Wan was there, and that was a beautiful scene with that, with that was the that was the next tweet he sent out because a fan asked him if he had even voiced Obi Wan on Rebels, and it was a link to. His speech from the end of Sparker Rebellion. Mm-hmm. Well, that it was just didn't do weird... their research because <laughs> yeah, it, it was a weird thing to wake up to and see on Twitter. It was, it was, it made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think that that it was ill will at the end of the day. Like, yeah. I, I don't think anybody wants. I mean, James Arnold Taylor hosted all of Celebration last year. I'm pretty sure nobody wants to boot him out of Star Wars anytime soon. We love him, so. He's an awesome <laughs> guy, man. And he's always so inspirational. Like, he's such a great positive force in the community, along with, every, you know, with Ashley and Vanessa and all the, all the awesome peoples. Yeah, so I, I, I think that's, uh, we're about ready to wrap up. Um, were there any more things you guys wanted to go over about, about uh, Spark of the Rebellion? No. <laughs> that you should watch it, that you should watch it twice a day for the rest of your life. Yes. I, that is a nice uh dose of, of advice there. <laughs> so that is about it for today. Uh we will be back again very soon. If you guys would like to follow the show, you can check us out on Twitter at team underscore Canaan. Uh, make sure you listen to our show on iTunes. And if you like it, please give us some nice reviews. And if you have some comments or some ideas or questions, you guys can feel free to contact us at contacthwtk at gmail.com. I have been Katrina Dennis. You can find me anywhere on the internet if you type in O-H-C-A-T-R-I-N-A. And where can we find you, Jonah? You can find me on Twitter as at BlueJayGuys. And you can also find me at thewookiegunner.com. And Jeremy. You can always find me on Twitter at Jeremy Ohio. Is that the state that you live in, Jeremy? <laughs> or do you no. really just love Ohio? <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I live. Uh, all know. right. Awesome. <laughs> I had a bird fly through my comic book store today. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Only in Ohio. Only in Ohio. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, thank you all so much for listening to Hanging with Team Kanan. We will be back very soon for more Rebels and even more Kanan hair. I feel like we haven't dedicated enough episodes to that. So look forward to that in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Until then, may the Force be with you and thank you for listening. 